Welcome back, everybody, to the unveiling. Well, it's been a couple of weeks since we've been on here. Uh, just one week for us. Just one week. Been a couple, a couple for me. Yeah. Well, as always, I'm Thomas Belcher. This is my wife, Kelly Belcher. We got brother TJ McPherson. How are you? How are you? And over in the side room in the booth, Gage McPherson. Can y'all hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, now we can. We got some music going with us. Just intro. We've got a lot of interesting things to discuss tonight. We're sorry that we have taken. There's so much coming up. I guess when you're um, when you're going through the this um, end of the world type stuff, there uh, there's so many things that's come up. With, we've had so many different um, people pass in my family, and then um, my daughter was in the hospital sick. But, Thankfully, uh, she did a miraculous turnaround and uh, got to come home. And um, and I will say that 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 death is uh, is not always. Um, let's, I'm trying to think of the word I want to use. Um, caused by the contagion. Um, uh, actually, the the ones going on in my family had nothing to do with it. It just happened to come like that. Um, but. We are back now, and hopefully we can, um, you know, now get this thing up and running and continue to uh, go through the things that are going on in the Bible, as well as discussing things that are going on um, with end-time news and world news and things like that. One of the the main things is, is, you know, our news channels are going to cover exactly what they want us to see and, and what they uh, want to cover. And as much as we are in a very, in America, we are very um, America-minded. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, what goes on in the world is a lot of what uh, it, as the Bible talks about. And it's, you can't see, if you're looking at it, it's at something and you're just looking at it and what we're seeing in our own personal life, then it's hard to see the whole picture. And, um, and, and I know it's hard for a lot of people to go and just kind of keep up with every. Um, news and ever reporting and everything that's going on in different countries around the world and so that's what's good about being able to look into these things and go through some of these things that some people may not you know have the time to do on their own but we can't see the full picture of what's going on in the world um, by just watching you know Fox News or um, watching uh, you know CNN or whatever we have to um, put the whole picture together of what exactly is taking place and so you know we talked about the last time that we were on we talked uh, we said that we were going to discuss um, something that I had uh, researched and found out as I was uh, studying the Word of God and as we were looking into things and we were going to talk about the beast in um, one of the beasts in Revelation um, that comes out of the sea with the seven heads. And we were going to talk a little bit about that. And I cannot even remember because we skipped a week. When we talked about the last time, did we did we talk about the seven, um, the seven and the ten um, <coughs> tribes? Did we ever even get to the beast at all? Or do you all even remember? I think we, I know we went through um, most of the four horses we kind of went in depth in there i think that's really what okay so we didn't even get to the heads the seven and the ten heads no i don't think we did okay well we'll start we'll start there it and when when you were talking about the bible we have to realize that god is um he's very in depth and the bible even says that that there is a lot of things that are hidden 
um, that people that do not have eyes to see, uh, that they have a veil, uh, the Bible says, that it has, covers their eyes. And so there is there is so many deep things in the Bible, and a lot of those things you're not going to understand. Um, a lot of people can't grasp unless they're led by the Spirit of God. Um, and the Bible says that those that have been you know, born again of the Spirit and are filled with the Spirit, that they will have a deeper understanding of the Word of God because the Spirit and the Word always agree. And so um, there, uh, there is deeper meanings, and I believe that some things in the Bible have layered meanings. Uh, for example, um, when the Bible says that there'll be many antichrists that will come, um, and it began when I talked a little bit, I'm pretty positive, the last time when we were on, about how in the book of Daniel, it talks about the abomination of desolation and how that has been actually fulfilled in Anicus Epiphanes IV when he desecrated a pig on the um, altar for Zeus in the temple of God and were mar- martyring and persecuting the, the Jewish people in the um and all that. Well, that had already occurred by the time Jesus spoke in Matthew 24. Yet, when Jesus spoke in Matthew 24, he said, you know, watch out for what Daniel spoke about, the abomination that's going to take place. Well, that had already occurred. But what? But we see that history continually repeats itself. And there's a reason for that. There, there, God has a divine rule that he uses Probably because he does call us sheep, and it takes a lot for us to really um, understand things. And that's why in the Old Testament, God, from the time that the children of Israel were um, led out of Egypt, which represents bondage and sin, God made them do things over and over again every year and and, and, uh, celebrate certain festivals over and over again every single year because he was trying to really implement and put something in their mind to get them ready for when it happened they would they would recognize it for example we know that when Moses went up on the mountain um, that it was 50 days after um, that they had been released um, from Egyptian bondage that Moses went up on top of the mountain and God came down with fire and he gave him the written law of the Ten Commandments um, and then they celebrated that every single year and what, what they call the Festival of Pentecost. And so from the time they escaped out of Egypt and that he gave out the original Ten Commandments uh, to Moses and it, and it came down on the mountain, for every single year they were instructed to um, to do a Pentecost festival to remind them of that and to go through certain things. They were they were told to do a festival, a Passover festival every year. And what they did not realize is that God was trying to etch it into their brain so that they would be ready and they would recognize the signs of when he returned and, and when he fulfilled these festivals. Well, in uh, Pentecost, for example, we'll use that one for an example, 50 days after Jesus um, had um, been crucified and um, and rose from the dead. Now, this is 50 days after that. He said, you know, I, he gave them a promise and said, I will send down my spirit. Well, we see 50 days later that in Acts chapter 2 that they are in the upper room and they're all in one mind and one accord in one place. And suddenly the Holy Spirit came down and it filled them with the Holy Spirit. As Jesus had said, you know, you must be born of the Spirit. 
And when they were filled with the Spirit, the Bible says that he etched his commandments in their heart, um, that he placed the commandments in their heart now. So what that means is before they had these commandments in the Old Testament that they had to live by, um, and they had to follow these rules, but their net, well, Gentiles couldn't even, um, you know, they couldn't even be covered or have these commandments to even go by. But the, the, um, Israelite people, they had these commandments to go by, but they didn't have anything that changed the, their want to, to sin, their fleshly desire to sin. They just knew the law, but they had nothing to help them obey the law. And so when the Holy Spirit was given out, and fulfilling that festival, then what happened is then God placed the law within them. In other words, he changed their desires, their nature, their want to, when they were filled with his spirit. And then, so the law was naturally in their heart, meaning that they now they wanted to follow the, the law, and, their cha- and there was a change that took place in them. And so we also see that when... Um, when they would they would go through the festival to where once a year they would bring in a perfect lamb and they would uh, take it to the high priest and the high priest would have to look over the lamb and then he would have to declare you know i find no fault with this lamb and that it's pure and it's ready to be sacrificed and then when it came down to the time for jesus to be crucified at the exact same time that they were fulfilling that feast and they were in the and the high priest was looking at the lamb and saying, I find no fault with this lamb. At the exact same time Pontius Pilate was looking at Jesus before he was crucified and saying, I find no fault with this man. Because God was God made them do certain things over and over and over again so it would be etched in them and they would recognize it when it came. And so throughout history we have history to look back on where there has been many antichrist that have came. There has been many people that have the, that same exact spirit that through the times of the world has came and they've done certain things. And God has allowed that to happen. Um, one, because he don't take away free will. But two, he's allowed that to happen because he wants us to learn through history. That's why he told the Jewish people, recite and tell your children and your children's children everything that has happened to y'all throughout history so that they will know the things that have happened. So because if they know, remind them what happened and how you got into Egyptian bondage in the, in the, the beginning. Remind them what happened here and re- teach it to your children so that they won't repeat the same mistakes. It's the same thing with us as well as the as the gentile bride of christ god has allowed many things to happen throughout history for us to learn from and for us to see qualities of these things and these people so that we know what to look for at the end so in matthew 24 when jesus was saying you know look out for what daniel the prophet spoke about he wasn't saying that, hey, Anakin's Epiphanes IV had not already done that. He was saying, look, it's going to be like what Daniel spoke about. It's going to be the same spirit. And so we're going to talk about, um, and we're going to we're going to get into the beast that comes out of the sea um, with the seven heads and um, the ten crowns upon his head uh, that the Bible speaks about. And I know on here before we have spoken about the image in Daniel, but the two kind of go hand in hand. And so we got to do a little um, quick background on that. But in the image of Daniel, 
you had the head of gold, which represented Babylon. Babylon was the first world ruler um, that ruled the world. We know that after the flood, uh, that God had drowned it out. Uh, the people and I had someone say something not too long ago to me about a God that you know um, says to do genocide to all the earth. Um, I write about this in my book and explain and it explains why God did the things that He did throughout the Old Testament. But the the flood was not to drown out humans. The flood was to protect the human race because Satan had had a plan for, since the garden when God said that His seed would stomp the seed of the enemy and stomp his head that he was going to try to stop Jesus from being able to come upon the earth. And so in order to do that, he corrupted the bloodline of human beings, the genetic code of human mankind and, and Genesis chapter six. Um, and we see that the fallen angels came down and caused uh, Nephilim, Nephilims or uh, to come onto the earth. They're called um different names in the Bible, but depending upon which race and nation of them they became, but at the time of Noah, everyone on the earth had done been corrupted. Um, the, all the DNA of mankind was corrupted. And I've talked about this before, that Noah, the Bible says, was a perfect man in his time. And that word perfect means not only morally sound, but genetically unaltered. And so Noah was a perfect man. But we see that not all of the, um, the giants were gone after the flood. Uh, we know that Og of Bashan, that the Bible talks about, had a bed that was over 14 foot long. We know that the Bible talks about um, the, the, you know, the giants, when they went into the, the promised land, the Canaanites, that they looked like grasshoppers to them. That they had a Malik was a, you know, a giant um, that had a giant tribe of people, the Malachites. Um, we know that we know that even all the way down to where David came, that there were still giants upon the land. And so... I talk about it in my book. We've talked about it, I think, here before that that the this this mutation that happened from the fallen angels in mankind. This is scientifically proved. Science will tell you that around five thousand years ago or so, a flood occurred. Well, we know by the Bible and by going in. That's way too deep to get into tonight. But it was around six thousand years ago that Adam was created by God. And then it was around uh, the around five thousand year mark that this DNA corruption took place, um, and and the science will tell you there was a great flood that happened around five thousand year mark. Well, they'll also tell you that around five thousand years the DNA of mankind was changed; it was altered um, in certain mankind. And now science will even say that there was not just. Uh, cave people that were on the earth, that there was a different breed and DNA of type people that were a higher race and um, higher intellect that at some point messed with the DNA of mankind. And you can, they have, um, they have skeletons, things like that, um, that they found throughout that they say are certain, you know, years old. And at one point they all had the same kind of a uh, brown color, whether it be darker, lighter, whatever, uh, hair, eyes, skin, whatsoever. But then around the 5,000-year mark, they began to find um, the bones of people that they would that they've tested the DNA and that their DNA had been changed. And they were finding redheaded people with blue eyes and um, things like that, which had not been found in the past. So we know that it is proven by science that at the same round time of the flood, um, that there was genetic mutations that occurred in mankind. 
Um, and so the whole reason for the flood was to protect a pure lineage, a pure bloodline for the, that Jesus could come through. And, um, and we can't get into all that, but let's just say that God made a way, but there was always a divide. There was always a rift in the bloodline where Satan would try to come and, and mess it up. And this, we know that at least we know that through Ham, so it had to have been his wife, um, that, that through Ham's descendants came all these giant nations and all these people that God, um, that God talked about. I've talked about it before in other, um, uh, podcast that we've done that the word Gentile, it comes from the word gents, uh, or giants that, um, and that that's why the Gentiles were considered to be dogs, uh, and the, the, the Israelite people were told that not to intermix. And, but in, um, the book of Deuteronomy, uh, that God specifically tells the, uh, Israelite people, he said, there are seven giant nations that you cannot intermix with. He said, do not intermix with these people because he said they will envelop you. If you if if you marry into these people, you will lose yourself. You will lose your identity. And it will mess you up and you'll turn evil pretty much. And fast forward to where the 12 tribes of Israel, Israel being Jacob, um, that God changed his name to Israel and his 12 sons. Fast forward to the 12 tribes of Israel. We see that Joseph passed away, and he had two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh. Um, they took a place uh, in the 12 tribes of Israel, and uh, Jacob, Israel, took jo- didn't put Joseph in because he put both of his sons in. Why did he put two sons in where he took one person's place? It was because Reuben, the oldest son, had um, had sexual relations with his father's slave wife, and Jacob slash Israel took uh took Reuben out and booted him out of the 12 tribes and said you're not getting any of our generational blessings you're not going to get to be a part of the God's people so now you have Ephraim and Manasseh are part of the 12 sons of Israel well when you fast forward and now David has come and gone and it is David's lineage that is now ruling Israel well Dan and Ephraim lead a rebellion uh, and against the seed of David and David's lineage ruling. And they began to really this rebellion. And so the whole 10 tribes go in with this rebellion with Dan and Ephraim. And you have now, you have Judah and you have Benjamin that have stuck together. And they end up intermixing and becoming kind of one tribe. This is where we get the word Jew from. Uh, Judah, Jew. Uh, Israelites are from the 12 tribes of Israel, but the Jews, what we call Jews, come from the tribe of Judah. They So Benjamin and Judah, uh, Judah stay together, and they end up running what, uh, what was called uh, Judah at the time, and David's lineage continued to be king. But Israel, what became Israel at that time, began to be ran by um, Ephraim's uh, lineage, uh, but re- led into rebellion by Dan and Ephraim. And uh, I'm, I'm setting something up, so there's a reason that I'm going through that. Okay, so now you have this 10 rebellious tribes. Because of these 10 rebellious tribes were rebellious against God, and they intermarried, um, 
what happened is they got taken in first into Babylonian exile. God allowed the king of Babylon to come and take them into exile. Well, the Bible says that they began to take up the Babylonian practices. They began to intermarry with these Babylonian people. And they began to lose their identity. They intermix and they began to lose their identity. And it says that they lost their language. They lost their religion. Um, and they became and um, and they became what we call the lost tribes of Israel. Well, the ones that went back wasn't many of them. No, no, no. There's, there's there, well, God always has a remnant. Um, and throughout the Word of God, remnant may, has been periodically throughout the Word of God ten percent. The larger number of them had a hard time giving up everything they'd gained while they were there in Babylon. Well, Babylon was rich, rich. Um, and they were, when we think about they were taken into captivity and slavery, years go by, and their family's been there forever, and it becomes their paradigm. It becomes all they know. And so, you know, they're used to it. And even when they were allowed to go back, um, once the Medes and the Persians took over, uh, they were allowed to go back into Israel and rebuild um, but a lot of them didn't want to go back because going back was to have to rebuild and they had gotten accustomed to living in Babylon. Imagine Babylon being like the city where you have fast food restaurants everywhere and you've got everything right at you know, the tip of your hand. But to go back to Israel, you're going back to a um, a place that is ruins and deserted. I did that. I went from Coleman to Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of sort of that, um, but so a lot of them did not, but a few, a few did. But so we see here that then in the image of Daniel, which you put up, you can put it back up now, Gage. But I had to kind of explain why it was important. At the image of Daniel, you see here that Daniel is showing the world powers that will rule throughout history, and so Daniel is telling them at the time um, he's saying, okay, Babylon. He's in captivity in Babylon right then. But Daniel says, okay, first, Babylon is ruling the world. It's the world superpower um, under Nebuchadnezzar. And he says, that's the head of gold because it's the richest world power ever. But he said, but then there will be the chest of silver and the Medes and the Persians, which it, what was prophesied happened, came in and they took, and, and they divided the kingdom of, that, of Babylon to get in half. And then the next th uh, thing you see was the chest of um, brass. I mean, the, 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 what would you say, the loins of brass. And that was a Greece through Alexander the Great that came in and, um, and he took over. And then Greece became the world powers ruling for a while. Um, then it goes into Rome. Um, and we see Rome is iron and the Rome split in half, which it did. That happened. What he prophesied did occur. And it said then the last um, empire that will rule, he said, will be the ten toes of um, iron mixed with clay. And a lot of people don't pay attention to the fact that it says because of intermarriage. And it says because the iron in the clay don't mix well because the iron is stronger than the clay. Well, that reminds me of back when God told them way back when God told them, do not intermix with these seven giant nations, because if you do intermarry with them, they're stronger than you. And so the, then we've got, these, we've got these ten tribes that intermix with the seven giant nations that God told them not to. And then we have a beast that's coming out of the water that is got seven heads and ten crowns. When Ephraim... 
um, when Israel split in the ten rebellious tribes, uh, it was from Eph- Ephraim's lineage that the kingship was. But then when they began, Ephraim, um, when you follow Ephraim's bloodline, they became the Anglo-Saxons of the split Roman Empire, which we now know as the European Empire. We know that Dan, um, uh, which you might not know, but I, I write about it in my book and I explain it. But Dan ended up intermixing with the people that we know as um, the Phoenician people. Uh, these were the pe- people from the city of Tyre. Uh, this was a city that sat in the middle of the water. Um, that that was God speaks to and the book of Ezekiel uh, 26 or 7, I do believe it starts where he starts talking to the city of Tyre. And he, and he says, you know, you, you think that you're a bunch of gods. Um, and he starts dogging out the king Hiram. If you go into lineage research, you realize that Hiram was a master builder and that his mother was from the tribe of Dan and his uh, father was from Tyre. And um, mythology and uh, Greek and Roman uh, lore, you will hear that um, the king of Tyre had a, a daughter named Europa. Um, the, the people of Tyre were called the seafaring people, um, the people that went out on their boats in the sea. Alexander the Great, when if you go back to that image, it was Babylon tried to get to attack Tyre, the city of Tyre, the city that sat in the middle of the sea, that God said, I will drown you under the waves of this sea, and people will look for this great city forever and never be able to find it. Well, the uh, Babylon tried to overcome Tyre and fought against Tyre, but they could not because the main city was in the middle of the water. But when it came to when it got to where Alexander the Great later on came in and took conquered, he found a way to get to the city of Tyre. And the way he did it was he used things to make a peninsula, and he literally sat there and built a peninsula to where they could all walk across to get to the city to overtake the city, and they ended up overtaking the city. Um, and so this this is historical facts. So then the, God tells the people of Tyre, he begins to talk to Lucifer. And this, this is where this all comes hand in hand when, we, when, when I'm going to talk to you about the, who the Antichrist of the seven-headed beast have been throughout the years. But he begins to talk to the people of Tyre. And, and as he's talking to the king of Tyre, he begins to talk to Lucifer himself. And he says, um, you, oh mighty guardian, were in the middle of the garden. You thought you were so beautiful and you were so wonderful and you had all these uh, jewels and things on you. And God tells him, I will cause the fire that's within you to burn out of you and burn you to ashes in front of everyone that you've seen. And so this is where we get the story of the phoenix. Out of the ashes, the Lucifer in his arrogance says that he will rise. So the Phoenician city, great city of, of, of Tyre went down. This, and and it was a, a huge demigod city. It was, it was known for its ports it was it was a huge port city where all over the world came and traded with the people of Tyre and they made purple and they were called the purple Phoenicia means purple people because they made everything in this exquisite purple dye and so they were um, rich because of this purple dye that they got from the Muroc shells is what they were called and so this city goes down and then the next thing you see is you see these 10 barbarian tribes that come out of Rome and you know that these people from Tyre became the seafaring people, the Northmen, or later on called the Norsemen, or what we would know as the Vikings. Then we see the ten barbarian Germanic tribes that they called them that were in that were fighting and in Rome that lived in Rome. 
there, you have 10 tribes that were rebellious from Israel. These 10 tribes get taken into Babylonian captivity. Babylon crashes. And so then they belong to the Medes and the Persians and they've intermixed with them. God says while they were still in Babylon, they now have lost their identity. You, the, you don't know them as, as Israelites that are worshiping the, the Jewish God and, and serving God Almighty and they're, in their own language. They've lost this language now. And so they have intermixed to, to where they become these people. Then you see when the Medes and the Persians come in, they've intermixed with them. Then the Greeks come in, they've intermixed with the Greeks. And I'll go a little deep if I'm not going too deep. And when we talk about the Philistines and the giant Philistines in the Bible, like David fought with Goliath, DNA has now found out that the Philistines are Greeks, that they are European people, um, that that the what we call the Europeans or the uh, Greek people are this were what they call the Philistines. And this is where Greek mythology comes in because we know that the Philistines had giants among them that they called demigods and that they worshipped. And so now we see why the Greeks had this story about gods coming down and intermixing with mankind and making demigods and giants because the Philistine people experienced this. Okay, so then we see the Dan, um, the tribe of Dan... And then they intermix with um, the Greeks, and then they intermix with the Romans. And so then, so now we have these people that they have intermixed with these people so much they have forgotten who they are. They, they're, they know you no longer can even tell who they are, and they this their uh, this DNA has overran their DNA, and so we know that the Vikings when Rome split in half. The Vikings and the Anglo-Saxon kings ended up, they ended up intertwining together. And then we had Viking kings, um, uh, European kings and stuff. They, they ended up to, to joining their DNA. That brings us to the ten toes of the iron mixed with clay. Because clay, representing the ones God originally created out of clay, intermixing with these Gentile giant tribes throughout the years and they have now become these evil european type jews um and that's the fastest i know how to go through and give you a very short scale of where we're at when we look at this this dragon this seven-headed creature that comes out now in mythology will teach you which like I've said a million times, mythology is just their version of some things, some real weird stuff that happened in Genesis. And they're telling it in their own way. And it's the same story is told all over the world from people that never even knew each other of creatures and things that they had seen. Um, and But there's truth to it. There's truth to these things. Um, but it talks about a seven-headed... Um, a monster that if you cut off one of its head, its other head regenerated. Um, you could not kill it. Um, and so in the story, Perseus tries to fight this giant and tries to kill it. Hercules tries to fight it. You know, this story goes on. And in the story of Hercules, he tries to fight the, the giant, this big seven-headed monster. He cuts one off, two more appear. And this was the story of the Hydra. Um, a mini, it's a serpent. Uh, sometimes it was called the dragon. Sometimes it was called a sea snake. Sometimes it was called a serpent. Um, 
are there are hydras real <coughs> yes hydras are real there's hydras that are in salt water there's hydras that are in fresh water hydras are real now here's the science of it all there are hydras that live in fresh water there's hydras that live in salt water and they do if you cut off a part of it it will regenerate immediately and so scientists call them immortal uh, that they cannot die you cannot if you cut off the end of a a hydra um little bitty snake if you like little bitty they're like tiny and microscopic and freshwater if you cut off one of their the if the you cut off the bottom of it it will regenerate into a head and it will come now too if you cut off the the head of it it will regenerate you cannot cut it and make it die because it will continue to regenerate and so the weird thing about this is is now for years science has scientists have been working with hydras in labs because they noticed that some of these hydras have some of the same stem cells very closely related to human stem cells so they thought hey i know what what if we could replace our some of our stem cells with theirs because theirs regenerates then our stem cells what happens okay say a cancer cell because they use this a lot with cancer a cancer with us our cells begin to die and so we may have a cell that's completely normal and then because of our environment because of the things that we eat because of whatever our, our cells begin to get sickly and they begin to die and they begin to get messed up but with a hydra the cell would just regenerate brand new again so they're thinking hey guys if, if if their stem cells are so closely related to human stem cells what if we found a way to replace their stem cells with human cells i mean with 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 the hydra cells and then it would eradicate cancer it would eradicate mutated genes that mess people up uh, man we could live longer they've been working on it with skin cells so that people look younger longer things like that and so this is something that has not just begun and i don't know if i don't know if gage has any of the things available but i have some scientific for proof that that science is working with hydra um to put in people and they have been for a while i have some sign some science things that um i sent gage just a few this is the from the national library of medicine no that's that's not the right one this one is go to one I sent you one about, um, it was back the week before last when we were going to do this one. Oh, let me give me a second. No, I sent it today again. I sent it again today. Um, but it was talking about, it's, it's, anyway, it's talking about how the, the, the Hydra is in, let me see. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see. I can find it on my messenger and tell you exactly what it looks like um that's probably one of the last things i've seen let's see or am i just saying i did <clears throat> anyway i sent I, I i've sent pictures and i could probably find them but i've sent pictures to him of different science um articles where it is talking about using um using hydra to to change genetics and this is not this is not a conspiracy theorist website these type of things i find out these are straight medical scientific um websites 
where they're discussing and and honestly most the time when you click on them you you understand some of the words you cannot understand all of the words but they are pretty much talking in very scientific like forms and they are talking about their testing that they've done and how they've tried and and using it for the different things and so they have been testing it for a while to cure cancer um, for your skin to get rid of uh, bad cells and everything else so this is not something made up that's just out of the wall crazy like there ain't no way that they put that in us yes i promise you they there is a way that they would put that in us because they have been studying with the hydra for a quite some time now um and so it is there and is real if we cannot get it up uh during the 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 actual podcast and as soon as the podcast is over we will put it on the on our page so that you'll be able to see more about it but um and i will send you the links to the medical things about the the hydra and how they've been using it well we know that there was a um there was a lab in I believe it was Atlanta, wasn't it? Atlanta, that somebody got the empty vial that was almost empty. It still had some of the the, the stuff in it, and they sent it off to a friend of scientist friend that they had or whatever, and she put it under a microscope. And at first, nothing happened because it was very cold. But then, after it had sat there for about I think she said two hours, they came back and checked, and something was growing under the microscope, and um. And it was a little tiny um, hyper vulgaris um, that had grown with its little tentacles and all that good stuff. And um, then so she tested it a few more times because thought, well, okay, what if something somehow just got into the stuff or whatever? And so she tested it, and then she tested a, f- a few of the different company ones and found it in every single one of them. And now it has come out. And if you look up science it's not crazy to think that because they've been working with it for a while now uh, to use in people. And so what does that have to do with what's going on in the world and why would they do that and why is that a scary thing and a big deal and we've got to start watching what we allow. We've got to quit trusting everything. Yeah, that's that's one thing. Yeah. We've got to quit trusting everything for one that the government tells us to do. We've got to quit thinking that everything that the government tells us to do is just for our own good. One, why would we do that when the Bible tells us that the government is going to go rogue? The Bible tells us there's going to be a wicked government. So why do we trust the government when the Bible says that they're going to, there's going to be a new world order and it's going to be evil people ruling the world and they're going to trick people? So as believers of the word of God, it's not a conspiracy to believe that the government is going to go rogue because if we don't believe that, how do we believe the Bible? We can't. You know, you can't believe the Bible and not believe that there's going to be a corruption in government. You can't know history and know and not believe that the government can trick you and there be a corruption in government. Um, the government has controlled people throughout history. The, the Tuskegee experiments with African-American men and syphilis, that's a bi- that was in Alabama. You Tuskegee, that, Alabama. That, that Anthony Fauci has okayed it to use that uh, rendezvous, I believe it was, uh, for the treatment of the uh, the contagion, and so we found out that rendezvous, if, if I believe that's the right the, the right drug, I know it's not the hydroxychloroquine, so it had to be the other. Anyway, it it causes kidney failure, 
which we need to find out if that's what they used on your brother. Uh, it causes kidney failure. It causes lung, I mean, not lung, uh, liver failure, and it causes your lungs to fill with fluid. And then they put you on a, a, a ventilator, and they, they say that it's from the onset of that contagion, and that's the reason that it's killing people. But the contagion's not killing people. The medication that they're using is killing people, and it's killed 53% of the people that has taken it. And so we trust these people, and they, 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 they use that, and we got ivermectin being used in, in India and knocking the, vir- the, the, the contagion out in that country. Instead, they, they outlaw it here and tell the doctors they're going to lose their license if they use it. So they force you, and now they're trying to force you through your employers and through every, every nook and cranny they can to take this, this, uh, this experimental. experimental contagion jab. So it, it, why, why would we trust someone that, that will deliberately kill you to push you into doing something that's going to make them rich and that, that we believe has things in there that, that you know, is, is absolutely not good. And, you know, a lot of you may be watching and say, well, oh, man, you know, what if I've already done this thing? Well, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, I know that from here on out, guys, we've got to question what we do because we're we are in a time right now that if you look back ten years from now, you would never believe some of the things that the government is doing and some of the things that are happening right now. So we need to be realistic and realize that hey, if we're going to be Bible believers, then we've got to believe at some point the government is going to try to take over the world and try to corrupt everything. Two, we've got to quit putting faith in mankind and man and, and government rulers and trusting that the government's out for your benefit and, and, and to benefit you that in your health. That is not true. We also got to admit that we've we've been deceived throughout our whole life on a lot of things we have been deceived about. One how have we voted in every president when every president happens to be cousins and kin to one another? That is, that's, that's not false. That's easy to come by information. A seventh grader found it out and did a report on it. This is something that is easy to find things that every U.S. president is kin, and they're kin to all the European royals and, and leaders. We didn't just always happen to vote the same family into office. We, we, whether we want to believe this or not, we have been deceived. Um, and there is people that have evil you know, motives. If we don't believe that, then how do we believe in history? How do we believe... Um, about the crazy uh, rulers of, of Rome. Uh, how do we believe about Hitler and all those if we don't believe that there is crazy governmental rulers that do crazy, horrible, genocidal things and use people for experimental dummies? They've done it throughout the history of time. We've got to quit letting the government mandate and tell us what to put in our bodies because they're wanting to experiment with humans, and they always have wanted to experiment with humans and Lucifer has, from the beginning, tried to experiment with human DNA. Why is it important? Because our DNA is our book of life. It is our coded book of life that God has given us. So that's why it is so important that we, we don't do things just to do it. And you may say, well, what if, what if they tell me that I will lose my employment? Guys, if the government tells you, 
when the same government tells us that we can uh, murder um, a baby that lives inside of our body because they can't tell us what to do with our body. And then that same government tells you that you have to inject something into your body for your own health benefit. Then that is tell- that is showing you right there something is wrong. The fact that you would have to make a decision between your job or you putting something into your body, then that tells you right there something is off. Something is terrible. Do you know the fact that the government mandates anything and people have laughed? I know somebody made a smart aleck comment on somebody's page the other day and said, "Well, what about our seatbelts?" And I said, "I said." way back when and the people that know me knows i did i said this is the beginning of government overreach absolutely is it smart to put your children in a safety device yes are we all alive that is 40 and under i mean and over and we weren't in one well we're still here um so apparently it didn't kill us all out because lord knows we didn't ride no safety devices but it do am i saying that you don't need to put your kids in one you do need to put your kids in one but as an adult American, we should not be mandated on even whether we want to ride safely or not in our car. Absolutely not. It's, it's not the government's business if we, uh, uh, why does the government care if we die in a car wreck? What does that have to, why do they have to mandate whether how we drive in a car or what we do? That, those are things that, that, that we've slowly accepted government overreach to the point to where we think it they're slow this thing has been Thessalonians says it these things have been at work secretly since the beginning if you think that this is all that the, that there has not been a secret plan you're dead wrong jesus said in jeremiah before i formed you in the belly i knew you before you were born i had already ordained you a prophet god had a plan for us ever since the beginning of time don't you think that lucifer also had a plan to disrupt his plan in our life from the beginning of time. And God has always had people. Don't you think that Lucifer has not always had people? That's just a fact. So this seven-headed hydra, I gave you pictures. Um, I gave Gage some pictures of some of the things. But we're going to talk about the hydra and the word hydra. And if you will... Please, not just watch this stuff, but go and research it yourself. I think you will be amazed at how much stuff about Hydra is is out there. And it's crazy. Okay, for one, this picture, a lot of people are real big on talking about gra- um, graphene. Um, that they are saying that that there was some kind of thing that they had signed, a, a hush order thing, but somebody, an employee from um uh, one of the companies, Pfizer, came out and she talked about it and admitted that there is graphene in there. And if you go and you look, I went like I was trying to buy graphene to do um, RNA studies and RNA implantations. That's the way you a lot of times you find things is is look it up like you're trying to do a scientific project and you're trying to buy the stuff and it and you'll get more answers doing that kind of stuff. It, I found it odd that Marvel. Uh, comics has been doing movies and shows for a while that talks about a secret um, shadow government agency that works with the political leaders and all these people that um, is called Hydra and they have talked about Hydra and and what they did with the Nazis uh, in Germany in 1945 It, it literally tells the whole story and it talks about how they're wanting to bring back this um dude from from um this entity 
uh, let's just say pretty much this Lucifer, they're wanting to bring him back. And so they're trying to do a one world government and they're trying to make a new world order so that when they get it together that he can come and rule it. And so we see that in any way it tells a crazy, crazy story, but it, but it talks about Hydra and it's called Hydra in there. And one thing that I noticed that I thought was crazy is when um, I started watching this one show, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., because it comes on and it shows more of the backstory of some of these. But all the movies, all of it comes together, all the movies and the shows that Marvel does, all tells a whole story. And you can look it up and it'll tell their whole story of the government, the secret hidden government agency and their plan to have a new world order and everything that they plan to do. It even talks about them messing with people's DNA. Yeah, we're actually going to do some more research tomorrow on a show that just came out today called The Eternals. Yeah. It's a Marvel. And uh, it says that in the in the previews, you know, it says a Marvel movie that will change all Marvel movies forever. You know, supposedly they're going to reveal some big secret in there. They're, well, they're telling the beginning of how all these things come from space, mm-hmm. these eternal beings, and mess with the DNA of man. And pretty much it's the story of Genesis 6 um, that Marvel has now made. But... I noticed something while watching the show that I kept noticing this background. Every time they would interview someone or they would take them in this room and talk to them, I started noticing this background. And I thought to myself, I think that means something. Well, then I began to look up graphene oxide that that they're saying um, is in this, and that's it. Hmm. Um, Now go back to the picture of the background behind them. that is weird, isn't it? Like, um, yeah, that is weird. And it's and it's it shows it. That it, dampens their superpower, whatever whatever superpower they have, as long as they're locked oh, in that yeah. room. That that dampens their superpower somehow to where they it won't exit the room. Oh, weird. That's weird. Okay. Well, I don't know about that because I have I just started watching the show. He had watched it before. <laughs> but anyway, all I know is I noticed that and I thought, man, that looks just like graphene oxide that they're saying is in all these things. And that science has been using for quite some time. That it is not crazy to, for people to say that these things are in there because if you look it up, you can buy it for RNA things. And it has, and it, it's, it's, not um, a crate. It says a, hon- a honeycomb type la- lattice n- nano structure, um, and that's where it talks about the nano stuff. And it talks about the nano with um, Hydra and the things that I told you that if he can't find now, we'll post afterwards um, that they're using Hydra for. And so I found it odd that the you know we can make we can say that these things. Oh wow, how crazy is it that these things are on the the, the Simpsons show this or listen the same people that run hollywood this is a fact this is not a conspiracy this is a fact the same people that run hollywood they are in the they are kin to the same people that run the government it is the same groups of people that run these things and they mockingly show you everything that they have planned before it ever comes out they 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 have the little show sweet tooth with them messing with P, um, DNA and um, and doing hybrid stuff, mm-hmm. I was um, one of the Spider-Man movies that Marvel had came out was um, they had a guy in the Spider-Man movie that was a um, lizardy type dude. Yeah, some guy was missing an arm and he was working in his science lab, and nope. he and so he wanted to figure out how to regenerate his arm, 
and um, because um, lizards regenerate their tails. And so he started messing with the DNA of the reptilian lizard. And um, and I just want to say the fallen angels that came down and messed with man in the first place were seraphims, which the Bible calls uh, fiery serpents. And so it's a, uh, a reptilian-type ordeal, a dragon, the serpent. Um, but he was looking at the, this. Uh, let's not forget that the serpent had little legs before. You know, so he gets this lizard's DNA and he ends up becoming a lizard hybrid man or whatever because of the regeneration properties. I find that odd that that came out, I don't know how many years ago, but now they're using hybrid. Um, they're using these hydras because of their regeneration capabilities. And in one of the scientific studies that I found while they were using this to test, they said that they were using the symbiotes of them and then you've got stargate sg1 is a show where it literally talks about that the gods and the demigods from in the past were actually star people and that these star people were um, these little serpenty little creatures and they would put their symbiotes in people and that the symbiotes in people would take over these people and it would take over their immune system and they couldn't take the symbiote out because they would not have an immune system anymore if they did because the symbiote had overpowered their immune system and become their immune system and this you know stargate sg1 is old that came out a while back and i find it odd that now they're talking about putting symbiotes in people to to deal with their immune system and making their immune system regenerate so it's just all too strange but i'm going to place it all together by telling you this this the 10 and the 7 i do firmly believe has um there's i believe there is a layered meaning behind it for one i can't go into all of it in detail but there were 10 roman um caesars that were that were wicked evil and one of them ruled for a short time one of them got a head wound got hit in the head but um and but and then there was the the ten tribes of Israel mixing with the seven the ten and the seven seven heads ten um, crowns all that stuff. But I want to talk to you about the 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 seven men throughout history that God called Assyri the Assyrian because the Bible says that the Antichrist that He calls him the Assyrian that that kept that took on the same persona. The first one was a man named Nimrod. Nimrod is the father of false religion. He's the first one after the flood from Ham's lineage that they called a renowned one, a mighty hunter and renowned one is one of the words that they used when they were talking about the Nephilim in Genesis 6 as one of the renowned people, the famous demigods. Okay, that was um, Nimrod. Nimrod is the one that led them into building the Tower of um, Babel up to the sky, um, a tower to get up high. It is Nimrod and his wife, Semiaris, and their son that they had, which was supposed to be Nimrod reincarnated, that all false religion after the flood stems from. Um, in Egypt, it's Osiris, Isis, and Horus, their son. It goes through time. Semiaris becomes Issachar, Eshereth. She becomes, I can't even remember all the names of who all she's been, but she's become Libertus. She became Liberty. Our Statue of Liberty is the great whore of Babylon, um, Nimrod's wife, Semiris. Uh, Nimrod was also known by many names with uh, Osiris, uh, Baal. He was known as Apollo. That's why Apollo carried a, um, a bow because Nimrod was the mighty hunter. 
Um, he's he's been known as um, and uh, the, all these different stories throughout time. These are the things that he's been he's been known as. Okay, well, Nimrod. The Bible calls him the Assyrian. He was the first Antichrist world leader. He took over and he ran the whole world after the flood. Um, Nimrod died from a fatal head wound. He was, a, a, most historical people say that it was either Seth, which became the lineage of the children of Israel, um, uh, I mean Shem, which became the lineage of Israel, or some people say it was even Esau that ended up cutting off Nimrod's head. And so um, we see here that Nimrod uh, died and um and his and so then the the prophet isaiah addresses the king and nimrod and the king of babylon uh as lucifer and he calls them both the assyrian at some point then there's a the one of the pharaoh and of the exodus of the children of israel the one that oppressed um the children of israel in isaiah 52 and 4 Isaiah said, did you know that God called him the Assyrian who inflicted them without cause? He, so he was another Antichrist figure because God always calls him like a, the Assyrian. And then we say that there was another man named, Sen- I can't pronounce his name, Sennacherib, which was an Assyrian king and an Antichrist type figure in the Bible. He was one that attacked God's ch- children during the time of Hezekiah. And God also calls him the Assyrian because he was obviously an Assyrian king. And then God addresses the king of Tyre. The people are talking about the Phoenicians, um, uh, where the Vikings come from, and Europa, and all that. And he had a son named um, Phoenix or whatever in mythology. But God refers to him as Lucifer himself in Ezekiel and, and talks about him. This same king is the one that the Master Masons um form him and nimrod or their ones nimrod built the tower of babel out of bricks and mortar um king of tyre built his great city um he was a master builder as well and if you look up the masonic lures they talk about king Hiram. that is their main dude that they talk about is king Hiram. they talk about him constantly actually there's even awards that they give out to each other as they climb to the next level called the Hiram award and so this king of this city in the middle of the sea is the next Antichrist. Then you have Anicus Epiphanes IV. Of course, we talked about him, the one that sacrificed a temple, a pig on the altar to Zeus. Then you have Nero, which was the one that was around during the time that John was writing about the seven-headed beast. And he said, one is now. And that, and that was what he was talking about, Nero. And Nero was an Antichrist figure during the time of John. And then he says, then there will be another one. During the, John says, there's one ruling now. Then there will be another one to rule for a short time. Hitler. If you research Hitler's bloodline, Hitler had um, some Jewish, not Jewish, but Israeli blood in him from the tribe of Dan. And he was also had Assyrian blood in him. Uh, he came from a line of Assyrian people, um, which is where you would get Nineveh right around Babylon and all that, the Assyrians. Um, in his bloodline, he was a Ashkenazi European Jew. Uh, he had all that in his bloodline. Uh, Hitler ruled for a short time. And so he said, one, the next one will rule for a short time. And then he said, and then the last of the, of the, of the head, the last head, he said, will come back and it will be the one. So when it says there was a fatal head wound, people used to teach that that meant that the Antichrist himself was going to get shot in the head. 
and he was going to return back. But what it's saying is this spirit that has been in each and every single one of them is really Lucifer because God told every one of them, pretty much you're Lucifer, you know, you're the devil. And each one of them God, you know, spoke with and he's saying, hey, the first one got his head cut off. Well, the crazy thing about this is, guys, that right before September 11th hit, they were digging around over there in Babylon, and there is a story called the Epics of Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh is actually Nimrod. Um, Nimrod is Apollo. Um, It depends on the language of the people. Um, But they were digging around over there, and they found a tomb that they call the tomb uh, that they said was the tomb of Gilgamesh or what we would call um, Nimrod, the mighty builder. They found it, and um, right after they found it, immediately a month, within a month, September 11th hit, and the American government had to go straight there. Well, where did they put their whole little compound? Right there where they found all the stuff and sealed it off. It, this is And this is all facts. And then at the exact same time, the museum that had all these Assyrian tablets and cuneiform tablets um, and all this ancient Babylonian stuff, they it all got taken by the U.S. government. The U.S. government took all this stuff. And um, some of the stuff in there was r- things that were written by Nimrod, Gilgamesh, or whoever himself, talking about how that the fallen ones, I guess, had, had taught throughout... At, and he had somehow gotten note of it about DNA changing because we know that in the times of Noah and in the times of Genesis there was DNA um, manipulation and so they knew how to do it and it's what's crazy is they said that the Egyptians were the ones that taught how to embalm and preserve bodies but yet they found the body of Nimrod, Gilgamesh, whatever in, in, in perfect status like they, he, he had they had had him wrapped up and done to the point to where you can still see him. I don't know if I sent you a picture of that but I have a picture on the thing I posted today in the comments yeah, I'll find it. it's in the comment section of the post that I did today um, about him but if I want you to because I also want you to post and put up real quick all the things that I put up today about the the um all the stuff that has to do with hydra yeah there's a picture of him this is a picture of uh nimrod gilgamesh uh uh the one that they called that they found his body and right after this happened at first it was on the it was uh, over there in their news and in their articles and in all their stuff that they had found his gold the treasures of nimrod and the treasures of gilgamesh whatever and all of a sudden it just went hush hush and, um, you know, a lot of people that have done research on this and stuff believe that they got that body and that they began to get those tablets. And that's when they began. That was back in whenever, what year was it? The September 11th happened, 2000. 2001. 2001. Yeah, they said they believe that's when they began to start working with CRISPR-9 DNA technology. And because a lot of people believe that they got DNA from that body and they used CRISPR-9 to inject it into somebody. Um, um, and in Revelations, it says, you know, the Antichrist, the one that once was, the one that is not right now, but the one that is going to come back. And that, and so it says with that Hydra, that one of the heads was wounded and people marveled that the head, that the, that it came back. Mm -hmm. And so it's, they're saying that, Hey, this is Nimrod reincarnated. You know, this is him coming back. Um, but um, I posted this on my personal page, and I posted it on the thing. But I talk about 
um, that the United Arab Emirates, guys, these people, um, and that that they are the ones where the peace treaty was signed with the United Emirates, with uh, when Donald Trump signed the peace treaty a little over a year ago with them. Well, I had just found out that around 2006, 2008, that he worked with a company in, y'all say Abba, Abu, how do you say it? Abu, Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. He worked with a company there called Hydra. Um, and he was buying up land like crazy with this company called Hydra, this huge company. And this city is, is a island city right in the middle of the water. This city has suddenly grown into becoming one of the major port cities of the world and one of the richest cities of the entire world right now. And it is one of the big, huge port cities, just like Tyre was, which is so crazy. And this city is below ancient Babylon and Assyria. Okay, then it says, uh, then I put, did you know that it is Abu Dhabi that has now built the tallest building in the world? And guess who? And, and Trump just happened to be involved in that because apparently since the 1980s, his yeah. dream and vision has to be, been to build the biggest tower and the tallest tower of the world. And I'll show you a newspaper article explaining that. Um, it, it is a rich trade city in an, um, in an island in the water. Um, and I put it on there, compare it to the city of Tyre and Ezekiel. It, did you know that it is in Abu Dhabi that the Pope signed his peace treaty? Um, where the Pope signed a worldwide religious peace treaty and began to talk about his seven-year plan that he's working with the UN, the United Nations, with for sustainable development goals. It all has to do with all this mess that's going on. Um, it is, uh, this is, Abu Dhabi is also the place where the interfaith temple is being built and will be finished by 2022. That is a one-world religion place um, that they have built. All this happening in this one city that sits in the water, yeah. just like the city of Tyre that, that said, out of the ashes will rise back up, okay? Um, did you know that the seven-headed beast in Revelation is a Hydra monster? If you look up this, the seven-headed beast in Revelation, the first thing that will pop up on your page will be Hydra. Um, did you know in Revelation that it says that one head was fatally wounded but came back? Uh, put, did you know that Nimrod was the first master builder of the Tower of Babel? He was the Assyrian, the father of false religion, and he had his head chopped off. Did you know they found his body, a.k.a. Gilgamesh or Apollo, a month before September 11 happened? And did you know that Trump is obsessed with Apollo? All these things, please look them up for yourself. And that he has the Apollo all over his New York apartment. And, um, I mean, in the ceiling painted in the ceiling everything and that he is the company that sells all of his stuff is named apollo did you know that apollo rode out on a four horse chariot carrying a bow just like nimrod was a master hunter and carried a bow um and that is the greek word for toxin and he was wearing a crown which is a corona or a stephanus did you know that scientists have been working for a few years now using hydras to replace human cells uh, using RNA and CRISPR-9 technology. This is what they've been working on in labs since the early 2000s and something. They have been working on this for a long time. 
Did you know they have um, been working with them because they are considered immortal and share similar stem cells as humans? Did you know that it is the hydra that scientists have found growing under microscopes when exposed to room temperatures? Then I put, did you know in January, and I, I want to show them that picture, in Seattle, they had a hologram show for the fourth, uh, for the New Year's that shows, that was at their Space Needle, and it showed a hydra and then showed a DNA molecule. Did you know that Marvel Comics, which I just talked about for years, have told the story of the shadow government? Did you know that many of, uh, and then I put at the end of it, did you know that many of you will completely ignore every one of these facts presented because it has the name Trump involved? Um, Did you know that that's proof of how easily the enemy can deceive us? Mm. And I put on there, there's too much going on with this word um, Hydra and the Abu Dhabi for this to be ignored, this isn't conspiracy. This is downright mockery in your face type of stuff. The image of the beast is plastered everywhere. Look for look all this up yourself and look for the word Hydra. Look it up. Um, and say if you see right here, Hydra and Trump discuss Abu Dhabi projects. This was in May 2008. Uh, Abu Dhabi-based Hydra Properties has held talks with the U.S.-based Trump Organization on the possibility of the two companies working together on projects in the Emirates. Um, all right, go to the next one. This is in Seattle on January 1st, 2021, where they did a hologram at the Space Needle and turned it into a Hydra. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's so it's too obvious. No, it is. Okay. I was, look, I was looking up the pictures from like the Marvel version of that. And it looks just like it's it. identical. I've got it on there too. Okay, this is the same day at the Seattle um, at and. 2021 New Year's display where it showed Hydra and then it, the hologram popped up and showed DNA. Um, I mean, h- how obvious is this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and then what's the next picture? This came, I'm trying to find the, the year of this. Okay, this was 2020. The Hydra versus the Headless Horseman, China and the United States. This is from the Council of Foreign Relations. This is an article from them where they literally say Hydra. On there, on the Council of Foreign Relations. Okay, what's the next one? Donald Trump, Hydra plan, Abu Dhabi skyscraper. This is where they were talking to Donald Trump, and he wanted to build the biggest, tallest thing again. And, you know, he's been trying to get this, uh, do this since 1980s. And and there's newspaper articles of it. And so this is talking about back then uh, when this article was done, that he was trying to do that. Okay, go to the next one. This is a picture of the articles way back when where they were in Abu Dhabi and they were talking about building up all the, the property. He's got a, a, a ton of investments and crap going on in Abu Dhabi. All right. Um, this is part of that uh, Emirates 24-7. Now, this is a – why have you not heard about this? Okay, because this this is Middle East news, Emirates247.com. Um, CEO of Hydro Properties – Dr. Solomon Al-Faham production has already begun in Abu Dhabi, and the show will air in September on the show on the Showtime Arabia Network. Donald Trump even did a television show where they about buying up property and developing Abu, Abu Dhabi. All right, go to the next one. That very top picture that you see is from the Marvel movie. With that, you see with that thing sitting over the. No, go over with your little pointer. Yep. That is from the Marvel movie. 
Now, if you compare that to what they just did in January in, at Seattle at the Space Needle, they're, they're literally showing the same thing yes, purposely. Thing. They're purposely mocking and saying, hey, this is what we're doing. This is us. Um, that picture right beside it that you see is what it that, that was found under the microscope that is in all of the things. That was found under the Johnson & Johnson microscope. The one right above it, it was from the Moderna one. Um, yeah, uh, microscope. Okay, go to the next one. This is the, when I looked up the image of the beast in Revelation, this is what popped up, um, the Hydra serpent uh, with the many heads. This um, top picture is from Marvel. Uh, and I find it funny that in Revelations, it says that the, the world will marvel at the image of the beast. Um, and, will, and I find it odd that Marvel happened to pick up the word Marvel. And I looked it up in original Greek and it's still Marvel. Um, that they happened to pick up the word Marvel. And their whole, the whole Marvel comic thing is about a hidden group called hydra and the image of the beast is a hydra yeah, that's crazy. um okay then go to the next one this is the new york times back in 1985 trump announces plans to construct the world's tallest building he's had plans since 1985 to erect the world's tallest building wow okay go to the next one hydra hard to kill water monster under your microscope okay Hydra genetically reprograms skin cells after losing its nerve. After losing its nervous system, the freshwater polyp adapts its skin cells to make them act like nerve cells. So it can literally change its stem cells into another stem cell. Um, if like a stem cell dies, it can just adapt to whatever it is and change. All right, go to the next one. This is a scientific paper model orgasm, Hydra vulgaris, the immortal Hydra. Eternal life for humans. It's a fantasy pulled from a science fiction, but for Hydra vulgaris, a small freshwater river, it's a reality. This was a scientific magazine writing where they were talking about that exact same years ago. Okay, next. Uh, ARI scientists identify proteins that help Hydra to repair damaged DNA. Um, and it says damaged DNA is one of the contributing factors of any organism which shows signs of aging. Okay, go to the next. Origin of RNA polymerase 2, pause, and you don't, I don't even know how to say that word, insights from Hydra. This is a science talking to other science people. Um, on this article that I pulled up, this is literally science talk on a science article basis where they're talking about Hydra and RNA. All right, go to the next one. Hydra as a model, this is in 2016 where they were testing it. Hydra as a model organism to decipher the toxic effects of copper oxide nanorods, uh, ecotoxigenics approach. So this is an article and um, another scientific report magazine in 2016. Applied materials and interfaces, DNA coded gold nanoparticles for the detection of mRNA in live hydrovulgaris animals. Another science um, magazine in 2018 where they were testing it and they were testing it in DNA-coded gold nanoparticles. All right. This is crazy. This actually happened. This is a real picture of uh, Donald Trump with the king, um, Salman, and them standing there 
touching a golden world, a glowing world, where they were doing um, uh, dedicating their little evil stuff or whatever. And they compare it, Marvel comic people compare this to one of the Marvel comic shows or movies or whatever, where literally the guy that was over Hydra, they're grabbing this round glowing thing that they call the Tesseract. Tesseract. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just now like getting into this because I'm just now realizing that they're telling a hidden story. And so that's really strange. All right, go to the next one. And why would they be doing that anyway? Yeah, that's weird. This is 2017. The um, uh, the Hydra-headed beast, Roger Allies' biographer on how the symbiotic, symbiotic relationship, I just like that they say symbiote, relationship between Trump and Fox News has fundamentally changed American politics. Um, I just If you look it up, you will see how much they throw Hydra out there. I think, in a mocking-type fashion. Okay, go to the next one. Hydra holds investment talks with Donald Trump. Um, this was back in 2008. Hydra holds investment talks with him. Dubai Hydra Properties on Tuesday said it was conducting investment talks with U.S. realty mogul Donald Trump. Well, no wonder he got him to sign his little um, Abraham Accord peace thing and, and, and build the Abraham triune, um, you know, religious house and all that. He's been in cahoots and in bed with them since 2008. Mm-hmm. All right, go to the next one. There's there's a, They did one comparison where that guy's holding. It's just weird. Okay, go to the next one. How, this is where the, another thing where the, where people that are Marvel fans have compared because they there there are some people that are real deep deep into this Marvel mess, oh, yeah. and so they they've been noticing for years the comparison of what's going on with the government. Um, but you know, people like me that you know have not in, have not been into Marvel comic in stories. You know, I'm just now understanding this stuff. Yeah. But this is talking about um, him and the little glowing tesseract thing. All right, go to the next thing. Israel's new government is a many-headed hydra. This is from foreignaffairs.com where they used the word hydra again. Okay, go to the next if there is a next. This is the hydra. I looked up the hydra properties um, company and looked at it and some of the things that they had built. And it's it's a legit company. All right, go to the next. Donald Trump's eyes, more of Dubai investments. This is now in 2014. He started in 2008. Property tycoon Donald Trump's empire recently announced that it was ready to pursue even more projects in the Dubai market. So he's been buying up Dubai, this great city. You know, the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds, they own a lot of Israel. Um, Golan Heights in Israel is now called Trump Heights. Now we've got, he is a big, he has bought up a bunch of this huge city in the middle of the water. Um, this little, that he, that's got a tower built up to the top. It sounds a lot like Babylon. Sounds a lot like the city of Tyre. All right, go to the next. Hydra and Trump discuss Abu Dhabi projects. Okay, that goes. Yeah, I think. Yeah, start. okay, that restarts them over. Anyway, you know, I, I know that in the South, in America, that, you know, mentioning his name, and now if, if this whole thing would have said Biden on all of it, there wouldn't be any doubt that everybody in the South would be like, oh, my gosh, that's crazy. That's so obvious. But the fact that his name is involved will cause a lot of people to ignore the exact fact that all these things are true. Yeah. These, this is not something, 
And I want to say everything that we just showed, or not, I did not get from a conspiracy video. I didn't get from somebody that put this all together. I did this myself. I found and researched this stuff myself. When I found out that what was in these things was called a hydra, I began to go into researching hydra and looking into scientific studies, looking into scientific labs, looking into stuff that had to do with the hydra, and I began to uncover these things myself. I didn't even know about the Marvel <coughs> things until I started looking into it and found out myself. Then I began to ask people that I personally knew that watched them and said, hey, do you know anything about this? Um, so what I'm saying is this is not something that somebody put together. I, these are things that really are in actual headlines. Yeah, you know, it's weird. The first time you ever even mentioned the word Hydra, my first instinctual thoughts after watching the Marvel, because I followed all of them from, well, most of them, I'm not going to say all of them, but was the first thing you said, you guys know anything about Hydra? I was like, hell, Hydra. What, what was that? Because they say it so yeah, much. Yeah, because they say it so much. It's the first thought in anybody's head. Okay, did they say it in the movies or did they say it in the show? In the show. In the shows, they movies. They say it in the movies. It's every bit of it. Yeah, like the Captain America, especially the Captain, Captain America. Captain America's big on Versions it. of it. During the movies, it's real. Uh, it real focuses on the Hydra story. Really? Mm -hmm. Think about that. How Captain America. America's involved, mm -hmm. period. I they're, mean, they're, they're a Nazi type sect in the, yeah. in the show. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, see, in the show, it tells you that after World War II, that Hydra initiated Nazis from Nazi Germany to join into their Hydra sect and join into America. Well, guys, that's real. That happened. But it was called NASA. Um, NASA uh, took in, um, after World War II, the, some of those Nazis that fled Germany, they came to America and that's where you get the company NASA, and that's a fact. And I'm if I'm and I, I and I may be wrong because all this stuff I have no notes, so all this stuff is what I've stored in my head. Um, but NASA means deceived or deception or something like that in Hebrew. The word NASA, um, it's like a great deception. Um, and so you know, this is documented facts. There is pictures of people in Germany that are then pictures of them in working in NASA that that NASA took on into in all that stuff and so the another after, fact after we defeated Germany we took their scientists and brought them here and offered them uh, work for us asylum and and a place to live and all of that as long as they would work for us instead of the you know the the Germans well let's study deep into um the truth about Hitler. Hitler discovered that there were European Jews that ran the world. That's a fact. That they were evil and they ran the world. He got obsessed with them and began researching into it, but he got into occultic type things too. He went crazy. He began to kill all the Israelites and the and the people. Um, instead of getting the evil world ruler ones he was killing them all and the devil ended up tricking him and he went buck wild crazy demonic evil and um because if he was trying to learn so much it made him go nuts i guess but he was searching you know this is historical fact hitler was searching for this power source he he spent tons of money and used tons of things to search for the ark of the covenant 
because he wanted it for like a power source and stuff like that. He 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 was searching for these fallen angels and, and trying to find this stuff, all this stuff. Like it, th- this, as crazy as it sounds, it, this stuff is legit that they were really doing these things. And so America just took that on. And, and, and they've been looking for this stuff. And if you think it's crazy, my Lord, Google search CERN, C-E-R-N. It is literally America's government with all these other European countries' governments, a bunch of governments coming together, and they have formed this thing called CERN where literally the job is to try to open portals and to find black matter or black energy or what they could say. Um, Dark matter. Yeah, just to start the or world. antimatter. Yeah, I mean that's that their their whole thing is they're trying to pretty much they're trying to open portals. What did why did I'll, I'll ask you see if you know why did Nimrod want to build the city all the way up to the sky? He wanted he wanted to get to the gods. All recorded uh, ancient documents uh, referenced godhood or any angelic type beings as uh, being on the mount on high. So if there has to be something connected to that, especially if the quote-unquote deceit, NASA, is all about space, all about, well, there's the... There's getting up there. Getting up there. This is where we're at. This is, I don't know, they're high trying to places. downplay the fact that there's, you know, something more high up but uh, by there, deceiving us. It, it, it's a mockery. It's a fight towards God. It's a, it's a Satan got thrown down, a Lucifer, how you got thrown down like lightning from heaven. He lost his spot among the, the the heavenlies, and he has tried to do everything he can. And what did God say? God said, hey, nothing's going to be impossible to them back then as long as they're all speaking the same language. You know, um, what do we got now? For one, in Acts chapter 2, God, you know, gave the, the evidence of speaking in other tongues. It was a way for the church to become unified in the power of God. And we, so nothing can be impossible for us again, where he confused the languages, he gave languages back. Um, but where, where are we at in, in time now? We're in time now to where your phone can literally understand any language. A computer can understand any language. And so what are they trying to do? The same thing that they've done throughout history. They're trying to figure out God. They're trying to get to God. They're trying to make us immortal um, and stop ourselves from dying. They're trying to become gods. And it's the same thing that Lucifer told Eve in the garden. You will be like God, knowing everything. The illuminated one, the the the, the enlightened one, the one that gives knowledge and, and, and tells us that we're like God, like in the age of enlightenment and all that stuff. Um, quit doing that. You're making sounds. That uh, at first I thought that we were hearing some kind of supernatural um, <laughs> music. That um, it's time. But but um, it, it from the age of enlightenment in France, where they began trying to take away godship and religion, and everything was about us being gods, us being smart, our minds being open. The third eye is opening up the part of your brain that was closed up because of sin in the garden. And making us smart and intelligent so we can be like God again. It's been the same thing throughout the history of time. And whether and, and if you go back and watch, as we close today, I just want to say this. Call us crazy. Call me crazy. Call me a conspiracy theorist. Try to prove what I'm saying wrong. Look up and try to p- prove what I'm saying is wrong. Look up Hydra. Look up scientific things about Hydra. Look up this company and Abu Dubal. Look up all these things and see 
if you can if, if what you find um about it and see what you think about it but i'm just telling you these things are real these things are real articles they're real uh, scientific things that are going on and it is not coincidence that the word hydra is being used purposely over and over it's everywhere when you get to look yes and over again it's because one they mock our ignorance they mock it they throw it out there everywhere and they mock the fact that nobody's willing to see it why because nobody wants to sound like a conspiracy theorist but the word conspiracy theorist literally was created by the government when people were finding out stuff that the government was doing they began to start calling it conspiracies i mean really is con- is con- the- conspiracy theorist that derogatory of a term? Because no. if you have a conspiracy, if you have an idea of something that might be coming on, and it's your theory, I mean... Does it make... Is that so bad to hear what someone has to say? Does it make other people crazy? If Because if i am got my eyes closed and y'all tell me that something just walked in the room... A snake just slithered in the room. Does it make you crazy that you saw something because my eyes were closed and I didn't see it? If you're not seeing it, it's because you didn't look. Um, a lot of people don't want to believe this stuff's going on because they don't want to believe that they were one of the ones that have been deceived. Mm-hmm. But the Illuminati is a real thing. And you can look it up in history. And history will tell you that the Illuminati started in 1776. For all you history gurus out there, what else happened in 1776? That's when we uh, became a nation. The, f- the 4th of July the started? States. Well, actually, it was the 5th of July. Oh. And look, it really for, happened. But for they... anybody who, I mean, you could look at the way the way our country is being ran right now. Somebody's making the decisions, and I promise you it's not Joe Biden. Because <laughs> he's falling asleep and, and yeah. <laughs> embarrassing us all. He ain't making the decisions. He, he, he don't even know how to conduct a news conference they tell him who to call on yeah that's and listen guys we have been lied to our whole life and the illuminati the illuminated ones once you get to a 33 degree of masonry you become on the time of enlightenment this is in our state capitol building in the ceiling of the state capitol it shows george washington illuminated and becoming one of the gods because he made it to the highest level of illumination. George Washington was a master mason. There's pictures of him there. The there the Scottish Rite Masonry building is next door to the Capitol with 33 um, columns, 33 steps, and they're 33 and high. I mean, it's um, it's almost ridiculous how ignorant that um, we have been that we have not seen these things. The the Mount Hermon where the fallen angels came down from is on the 33 degree longitude, 33 degree latitude of the Earth. Phoenix, Arizona, is at the 33 degree longitude and latitude directly across from there, um, and it has the Phoenician Hotel. And um, it, it's it's really insane. The bird that's on our national emblem is not an eagle. If you look this up in history, it was originally a phoenix that they put on the the um, our dollar bills and the things that we have in our monetary instruments. And the sign of the thing was a phoenix to begin with. That is a fact. Out of the ashes we rise. It keeps re-rising again and again and again, um, which is the story of most false religions of, you know, in, in Hinduism. Um, they have a, a god that is an avatar that that comes back and a different person ever so many years. That's the same story as the phoenix. It's the same story in every religion, same devil, Apollo, 
with his light, Statue of Liberty with her light. I mean, it's 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 just repetitively the same things over and over and over again. And we have to realize America was not started as a Christian nation. There was the Puritans. There was the pilgrims. There were the people that came to get away from Catholicism after the great um, um, awakening. I mean, after the great Reformation, where we became Protestant. But the government of America has been corrupted ever since the very beginning of time. And I know that we want to believe that America is one nation under God. But I'm telling you, the God that they dedicated this nation to is not the God that we serve because they put gods and idols all over Washington, D.C. and all over America. And the God that we serve says have no gods and no idols and no graven images. So how did they come here to be a nation of God and immediately started with graven images and idols. They even created their own god, the District of Columbia. District of Columbia literally is from a god that they created, which is Ishtar, Nimrod's wife, redressed up in American stuff, and um, that and she sits on the very top of the Capitol uh, uh, building with this stinking little phoenix on her shoulder. Um, she sits on the top of the Capitol building. There's a God sitting on the steps of, the, I mean, on the porch of the Capitol building. George Washington's in a statue in the Capitol building, and him with the gods on the ceiling of the Capitol building. It is not a coincidence that the Illuminati started in 1776. That is not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. And we've got to wake up, and I know it's shocking to re- to admit to ourselves that everything that we've been told has been a lie and we've been deceived. But, guys, the facts are there. And, you know, I want to close out by saying this. The Bible says in Proverbs, he says, God says, and do not say, I didn't know, because I because you know you knew. What does that mean? Romans, it says this. It says that, you know, they denied the, their, the, the, the creator but yet they saw his, they saw his, the reality of him through everything around them. We can deny truth, but God has given us the ability to see truth. And it is up to us to take the truth, to look into things. And so I want to say this, guys, quit doing things just because it's always been done. Quit going and getting a shot because the government tells you to get a shot just because throughout history since the 70s, people have told us to get a shot. And this is going to make people mad, but at this point, it doesn't matter. The people, um, Autoimmune diseases, MS, autism did not exist until after vaccinations came to be. That is a fact. Now, I have told this to medical people that are that believe in vaccines everything else and they said well they were probably around people just didn't know it well they didn't know it and now it's very obvious because you know anybody you talk to has somebody in their family that is autistic Mm -hmm. they have somebody in their family that has autoimmune diseases and probably multiple people me included diagnosed over 20 years ago with ms that these things were not there until vaccinations took place there was a lawsuit one a few years back that where someone proved that their child got um, autism from the vaccination and they won tons and tons uh, tons and tons of money from it and so if they're admitting that one kid got it then how could they say that it's not caused if you look on the things from these which are not actually vaccines autoimmune diseases is one of the things it says because when we begin to mess with our god-given immune system 
that God created to be able to fight off things. We then started playing God. Did we do it ignorantly? Because back then, I'm old enough, we didn't have this. We didn't have the way to look up stuff like we do now Mm -hmm. and to find information. And so we were deceived. And we were deceived ignorantly, but we were deceived. But now we have no reason to be deceived anymore. Um, And so, guys, the stuff, when it's pushing it on your kids... You know, people say, well, God wouldn't hold kids accountable for stuff their parents did. Well, you need to read the Bible because the Bible says differently. Um, When kids have no choice, they've always been affected by the choices of their parents. Throughout history, parents dedicated their children to gods and killed their children and offered their children up to gods. Throughout history, people have done horrible things to their children. Let's not be those people. Um, let's, Let's not do things that we don't know and that we have not completely researched and if we and if you've allowed them to play test mice on you do not allow it again Uh, do not from this point on do be careful what you allow in your life in your body on your television in your children's mind be careful and realize that we are fighting a an enemy And he is very, very sneaky. He is very manipulative, and he knows what he's doing. For that matter, TJ, turn around the, your uh, laptop and let, and let them see what's on the, the front of your laptop if you don't think that the, that the no, the part I was saying. They can see it, yeah, keep it looking. Okay. If you don't think that the devil mocks everything with his, with iPhones, iPhones, mm. And an apple with a bite taken out of it, they know what they're doing, and it's, it is a mockery. It is an in-your-face because they know if anybody calls it out, the people, here's the problem, and this is what it all boils down to. They don't want to know the truth. Thessalonians says it like this, and God allowed them to be put over into a great delusion or deception because they loved the things of this world. God allowed them to be deceived by the beast system because of their love for the things of this world. I don't want to see that these things are evil because I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that America is evil because I like it. I, I don't want to believe that these things is, is like this because I enjoy going places. Nobody in this world, I don't think, likes to travel as much as I do. But a lot of people, they're willing to do whatever the government tells them because they don't want to lose their ability to go do fun things, go travel, go do this, go do that, which goes back to Thessalonians where it says that they, they were deceived by the beast because of the pleasures of this world. Mm-hmm. That's the problem is the pleasures of this world. It intoxicates us. Um, and that's why God tell, says my people come out, come out from it. Um, and that's why the Bible says, come out from among the world and be ye separated people, saith the Lord. Um, where I, I know that we live in this world, but when you see the world turn into the place that it's at right now, it is a time now that we have to think differently. And we have to be proactive um, and watching what is going on. And, and you can't be so busy in your work and you're making money and you're going to ball games and going and taking your kids to do fun stuff that you don't take time to sit down and research what is going on around the world and research what is in stuff that you're injecting yourself and your children with 
Um, that's not popular to say, but that is the truth. Parents, we've got to be more proactive about what are they teaching our children in school? How brainwashed have we been our whole life? And are we allowing them to continue to brainwash our children? I never thought I would sit here today feeling like an anti-vaxxer and a homeschooler. Never in my life did I ever think that I would be that. But man, once you realize things and things are thrown into your lap, you realize, man, those people that I thought was crazy before, they ain't so crazy after all. Yeah. Maybe they just read. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe they actually read. Um, and that's a few and far between of people that actually read stuff. That's so true. That um, So do y'all have any closing remarks? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, <clears throat> when you was talking like that, I was, I was thinking everything we do, even since the beginning of this country, like everything we do is everything that – that this like our life the way we see it is such a distraction everything has been built goes back to the illuminati thing i mean the way we our work structure our finances the entertainment the tv movies everything is built and designed to deceive and distract us so that we do love our lives you know what i mean it's like if you look at it and you step back it's the perfect plan being worked out the devil had a plan from the beginning just like god does and we gotta open our eyes and see it nobody wants to it is, it is the perfect plan. Yeah. Distract, give them a bunch of fun stuff. What do you, I mean, think about, think about this. What do you do when your kids, when you're wanting to, your kids to get out of your hair? You give them a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. to distract them. Give them a phone. Yep. Mm-hmm. You give them something to play with and get them distracted so they will, so that you can do whatever you want to do and they'll leave you alone. That's exactly what the devil has done to us. He has thrown us fun stuff to look at and to do so that we will ignore and leave him alone and let him uh, do their little evil plans that they have. This is not made up. They're saying one world government. They're saying new world order. They're saying global reset. They're saying global IDs. They're saying one world religion. Uh, they're saying peace treaties. Mm-hmm. They're saying seven year plan. We're not making this stuff up. Mm-hmm. This is being said by them. Mm-hmm. If people are not seeing where we're at in time, and listen, just because a church uh, told you somewhere or somebody told you, that you're not going to be here when all this stuff happens. And that's been what you've been taught your whole life. Research and study the Bible and look again. And maybe, guess what? The Jews missed it and they studied the Bible their whole life. Mm -hmm. Here's the facts. We're seeing it happen. Mm -hmm. We're seeing them talk about a seven-year plan. We're seeing them build an interfaith uh, temple. We're seeing these things come to pass. So let's look at things as they're happening right now. We can't say, oh, well, we're not here. Oh, well, we're not here. We must have already been raptured and just did not realize that we got raptured because this is happening right now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's taking place. They're standing up and they're signing peace treaties. They're talking about seven-year plans. They're saying that we're in a one-world religion. They're saying all these things. It's happening in front of our face. So quit denying what is in front of you and begin preparing mm-hmm. for what's in front of you. Some people will be deceived because of pride and what they thought the Bible said, just like the Pharisees were. Yeah. They've studied and studied and studied. Ever learning the scripture God keeps putting in my mind over and over again is ever learning but never coming to a true knowledge of the truth. That's the scripture. They're ever learning but never coming to knowledge of the truth. That's so true. What about you, TJ? Stop being deceived. 
prove us wrong look it up for yourselves that's uh everybody knows i'm an avid believer in uh, you doing your own research you're just as capable of us with vast knowledge comes vast responsibility look it up google it try duck, duck, go. don't google well, google sometimes block at this point i'd be happy with you just taking the initiative and looking it up yourself like that's what i'm hoping for that spark of inspiration that desire to learn more and I, and I, you know, and I'm sorry if it's your friend, your political leader that you like, that may be involved in all this. But I hate to tell you, he's also kin to every other president and every world leader, and he's even made the comment I heard himself talk about European um, royalty and say that that they're good blood. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they, it is, and he is. He comes from a long line of Viking kings, a long line of Viking kings. If you research his lineage and history and so you may love him but i'll say this and he's funny i ain't gonna lie and he did great for our economy but man if i was the devil who would i use him i'd use somebody great for the economy make everybody love them and put out big old things with batman signals saying we want you back and mm-hmm. and you're our savior and every crazy psycho stuff everybody has said obsessed with him yeah. but from the very beginning i've said no matter how good he is for the economy no matter what he says no matter who backs him does he have the fruit of the spirit because the Bible says we know people by the fruit that they bear. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, mm-hmm. gentle, kind, self-control, meekness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the um, that's how the Bible says you'll know them. Yeah. Um, I always said myself, as everybody's loved them Dale, so that was a here. that was a deep question, man. What if the world has already came and went? Well, we're still here. <laughs> so Let's hope that it hasn't. Unless we are in some kind of Truman show. And we don't, and we don't know um, that um, now the that I believe it is the end of the world as we know it. Um, but um, and you know, some people say, some people say, what if God messed, closed the world up and started back over? And Genesis one 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 and two. But um, from the last six thousand years that He created Adam, we're still trucking, from what it seems. Um, I don't know what Jesse wasn't getting because I didn't see it, but we'll have to explain it later. Look, all I'm saying is if if, tw- if we make it to 2024 and, and Trump gets gets reelected. If we make it to tr- 2024 and Trump gets reelected, yeah. it will be three and a half years yeah. since he had signed the peace treaty that he signed, just saying, at re-election time. So, that's crazy. All right, guys, this has been the, what, 17th rendition of the unveiling. Appreciate you coming on. Let's hope that we are here. Well, let's hope that we're not here next week. But at the same time, let's hope you are. You tune in, listen to us, like, share, comment, and uh, spread the good news. Join us again next week. On the unveiling.